Well, hello, and welcome back to Rhythms of Grace. Uh, I'm Christine here with Nate. I'm. I am here. I was gonna. I realized I say that every time, and this time I was gonna try not to, but then uh, I realized it would just be like empty silence while everybody waits for me to say something. And also sung. Hey, hey. Oh man. All right. Uh, yeah. So we have been talking about rest for the past couple of episodes, mm-hmm. and um, which one? What's can you help me remember what we've covered? Physical, physical emotional, emotional, and um, sensory. And sensory. Rest. That's right. Yeah. And so this week we're going to continue talking about the seven types of rest. And which one are we tackling this week? Creative rest. Mm. Mm. Yes, that was definitely, that was, I think my second, it, second highest. It was yeah. also my second. In yeah. fact, before I took the test, I thought this would be my first highest. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating. Why? Why did you think it was going to be your highest? <laughs> well, uh, so ju- just a short description of creative rest. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it, 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 it's the, I mean, and it's, this isn't just for people who are creative. Creativity expresses itself in a number of different ways. Yeah. And so it could be like the the arts or music, but it all it could also be uh, design or uh, craft or all a number of different ways. It can e- I think it can even be like like um, interpersonal, like relational. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. therapists are often required to think of creative solutions for their patients. Right. Like that that's a, that's a type of creativity. Yeah. yeah. So in some ways, anytime we're trying to design or uh, solve a problem, you're, you're using yeah. this, yeah. uh, part of your, your self mm-hmm. in, in the process. And so what happens is in the midst of that, you, uh, for me, I, I thought this was going to be my highest because it was at a stage earlier this year where again, a lot of what I do on a regular basis, uh, uh, creating sermons, which is a very highly creative process. Um, and not only that, but even when I'm not preaching, uh, I'm designing and outlining um, sermons and series that e- even if I'm not preaching them for the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. And so I was at a point where I just felt like, man, even the thought of, of um, uh, preparing mm-hmm. a, a message, I just, I, I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um I was processing that with my spiritual director and she was like, well, do you feel like that with preaching? I'm like, no, if, if it was done, I, I'd happily go up on stage and do that. It's not yeah. that it's, it's just the, the creative process. Yeah. And again, most people don't understand that. Cause I, I think there's just this notion that pastors know everything right coming out of seminary. And so they don't have to prepare. It just takes like half an hour. They get up there and they just start talking. Mm-hmm. Well, if you did that, the hour, the, the sermon would be like an hour long and there'd be no point. Well, mm-hmm. I know plenty of people who do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully not. Yeah. Yeah. Get and you, usually a good rule of thumb is like if, for every minute you're speaking, you're, you're, you're doing about an hour of preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe half a half hour to an hour. And, and most people are really surprised at that. But if you think about like, think about you writing a 10 page pa- paper, yep. right? You don't just come there and just put everything down and it's done. There, there's various iterations of it. And un- until it's in, in its final form. Uh, so preaching a sermon is like <clears throat> writing a paper and giving a presentation yeah. mm-hmm. every single week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, which is why I sometimes say when students are like, pray for me, I have to give a presentation this week or, you know, my yeah. first one this semester, I'm like, oh, I will, but boy, you know. Um, I mean, it's sort of the equivalent of like a, like a TED talk. Like imagine yeah. if yeah. someone asked you to give a TED talk and then the next week 
they were like, okay, now do another one. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the desire is to be that engaging, that informed, mm-hmm. right. to really have a foundation of information that's far greater than what you actually end up sharing on yeah. stage. Yeah. And for us too, like myself and our entire team, I, I think we work so hard at it so that it makes it seem like it, 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 it's so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, and, and so it's easy to mistake like, oh yeah, it doesn't take that much time. But, uh, so I was at a point where I was just like, I felt like, man, I just, I, I didn't have any creative juice in me, mm-hmm. even trying to think of ideas or str- outlines. I was just exhausted at that point. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you feel a similar um, level of creative fatigue around, cause I know you do a lot of things where you're talking to other pastors and other churches and troubleshooting and problem solving, um, issues. Um, do, do you feel fatigue there as well as a part of like your creative? No, you feel not, tired? Not, not as much. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what it is about public speaking. I think, um, th- there's, there's definitely a performance aspect to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas with consulting or talking to other pastors, it's much more relational. Oh, it, it's yeah. kind of more natural out of the yeah. overflow of what I already have experienced or, um, so it, it doesn't take like cre- creativity as much. There, there's a lot, a lot more you could talk through yeah, yeah, yeah. versus, uh, uh, like preaching. You don't get to talk through. Yeah. Right. I mean, preaching for me is, is more challenging than teaching a class. Mm-hmm. Teaching class, you could interact. It's like you collaborate yeah. a little in some, mm-hmm. in some so, ways. So preaching is just like, you have 25 minutes and if you lose your audience eight minutes in, forget it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or if, uh, yeah, there's a number of things and, mm-hmm. and uh, does it flow? D- uh, do you land it well? Do you, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting because like, as you were talking, I was like, oh, this is probably a, a part of why I've been, I also have creative exhaustion is because it's like, I hadn't really thought about like, even in addition to sermons, in addition to like planning, you know, the, yeah, curriculum for GSM, it's like also being in seminary and having to write mm-hmm. two one page reflections every single week, in addition to a paper every week on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and like doing all of those extra things that we don't think of as being creative. It's like, oh, it's an assignment. Mm. So it's just work, but like, oh no, that is, it's extra creative energy. Yeah. Um, so interesting. And so when you experience, um, creative exhaustion, usually for me, it's like you, you, I am no longer, uh, allowing my mind and my heart to experience beauty and wonder mm. mm-hmm. all you're doing is you are just a like a content machine mm-hmm. just spouting stuff off yeah. um and you feel like you need to allow your heart to be recaptured mm-hmm. yeah um because creative work like that isn't just information mm-hmm. yeah um there there's a, a an aspect of you you want to especially, I mean, I would say with teaching or preaching or any kind of instruction, you, you want to, um, make the, the talk compelling. You, you want to not only engage their heads, but you want to capture their hearts. Mm -hmm. And so all those different aspects, like there's a lot of creative processing. And so, um, so I, I thought this was going to be my highest because I just felt like I can't do this. I need a break from this. Yeah. When I took the test, uh, it, it was second, but my first was physical exhaustion. Mm. 
And that was, that was a, a, a game changer going like, Oh, like, cause I didn't really feel physically tired. Hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, I have some, you know, I, I've some nights where I don't sleep that well, but for the most part, I, I sleep pretty well. And so once I took that test and understood that it was physical more than creative, I was much more intentional in trying to get physical rest. And lo and behold, without really trying to get creative rest, I felt m- more creative like rest hmm. because of uh, addressing my primary need of physical rest. That hmm. kind of harkens back to what we talked about last yeah. week where there is, there's a lot of overlap and bleed over mm-hmm. in all these different categories. Yeah. But I, I it's who, who would, you wouldn't necessarily equate getting more sleep at night with feeling creatively inspired. Yeah. Right. But it, but it happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So you scored pretty high in this too, Christine. What, what, what did you find for yourself? Yeah. Um, so I, I found, yeah, again, that just the, the three top ones fit, fit together, um, mm-hmm. pretty well. Cause yeah, I think, um, that the phrase that you said earlier of like your heart needs to be recaptured, mm um, by like beauty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cause I think that was one of the things is I found that like, um, I was, I was experiencing most of life with the intention of how can I use it? Cause I'm in seminary, right? So it's very like, it's like what's happening in, in ministry that's, you know, or like GSM, you know, what are you getting out of the Bible and, and then giving it to someone else? And so really just experiencing most of life as like, how can I use this in a paper or a sermon or, a, you know, curriculum or, you know, what, I don't know, just whatever I was creating um, and, and not being, giving myself space to just actually enjoy things and do things that were enjoyable for no other purpose than to enjoy them. It was all like output-based enjoyment, yeah. if that makes sense. So it sounds to me like both of you are describing uh, creativity as something that's a little bit beyond merely like production mm-hmm. in some ways. Mm-hmm. Because it's true, while it's true that production requires creativity, things that are creative, that are restfully creative mm-hmm. seem like there are, they're somehow like a, a little bit beyond that or a little bit... T- different or I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to like sort of put my finger on what creative rest is. Yeah. Oh, that's so that, I guess that's what I'll share uh, then is cause I was trying to figure that out. And as I was reading a lot of the things is like creative rest is rest from in that you are a lot like it, for me, it meant going to museums or going for a mm. walk or going um, to to the park to enjoy things that are not going to be productive. Um, and then oh. in the end, those those creative experiences, it obviously like it fuels the creative energy, but it's from a uh, like genuine place. Um, and like not tied to production. Yes. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's, so that's what happy. it is for me too. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, for one of my way, one of the ways that I receive creative rest is actually reading not yes. for the purpose of production or output, ah. but reading mm-hmm. for the sake of pure enjoyment. Okay. And it, it's, it, it's paradoxical, but in, in not making it pr- a production oriented, yeah. I actually get more production yes. from non-production reading. Mm. 
um, mm -hmm. because the, then your creative juices flow, yeah. and then you can mm -hmm. almost tie in yep. anything and too. What you're yeah. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the more you try to go like, oh, I need to read this for school. I need mm -hmm. to read this for this sermon. The more it like the functional aspect, constantly using function as. Uh, uh, the, the way you work will exhaust creative rest. Mm -hmm. If you don't have enjoy enjoyment kind of input. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think rest in is the same way where like it, it, for me, it looks like once I've been filled also like creating things that no one else will ever see. Hmm. Uh, and mm -hmm. then again, my best things are things that I designed for no one else to ever see. Right. Mm. Um, but, but just giving myself that freedom to do something completely useless with my creativity. That's so good. I'm, what I'm reminded of, again, is how driven, especially our Western culture is, to like always be producing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and we talked about social media last week, but one of the things you said, Sung, where it's like you're a production machine, mm. that, that is what social media wants for you, yeah. you know, to just be producing content yeah. um, under the promise of it being creative. Or you think about working, we're working longer and longer hours. Our mm -hmm. productivity is off the charts and almost nowhere in those two huge pieces of our weekly pie is there space to sort of be non-productive mm -hmm. um, for the good of our soul. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I uh, found is I, I, even like with the apps I had on my phone, it's like Duolingo where you're getting rewarded for, you know, like there are mm -hmm. all of these like very, the gamification of life is what the, the math term is okay. of like making things achievement oriented so that you will want to do them. Mm -hmm. And we've done that with so much of life that yeah. again, it makes us more productive. Even like drinking water. Yeah. Like I knew a guy that had, that had like, like a, an app on his phone where mm -hmm. every time he had a drink, it, he was like watering a plant and the yeah. goal was like to make your plant thrive. Yeah. Huh. And again, it can be really useful, but for me it was like at the expense of my soul <laughs> um, because I was like, yeah, just so, so driven. And it was, yeah, it was just at, at the expense of, of my creativity, at the expense of like my joy um, in those things. Yeah. And so I had to kind of like delete those, yeah, fun apps yeah. that were helping me achieve my goals and, and just experience. So, so Sung, you said that creative rest for you includes um, reading just for enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Christine, where, where do you rest mm -hmm. in creativity? Yeah, I think um, resting in creativity, again, I, so part of it is uh, the same as sensory rest, which is like going for a walk and turning off all inputs and just experiencing. And, and for me, I'm highly analytical, so I'm like trying to identify the birds in the trees oh, yeah. and like what leaf does, yeah, like identifying every plant I see, which <laughs> doesn't sound creative, but for me it is. It's like a, it's like enjoying mm -hmm. the different types of beauty that are around me and, and being able to identify them, um, without help from an app. Um, and, uh, yeah, so walks are, are a huge source of creative rest for me. Um, and then also, um, yeah, I found like, doodling um mm -hmm. there's there's a type of doodling called zentangle where you have like there are like 10 different types of doodles that you're you're drawing and anyway it's just it's really restful for my brain 
what is it called? <laughs> it's called Zentangle. Zentangle. Yeah. Okay. They just put those two words together. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> it's like. Not a very creative name, guys. <laughs> <laughs> looks like you guys need some creative rest. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I think the thing that stands out, and we've said this over and over again, is uh, if creative rest is an area that you need, it, it's going to be very unique and personal to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I think the, the one thing that I'm hearing over and over again, and I know, Nate, this is true for you too, because you were talking about like, you know, uh, doing house repair work versus creative work. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, mm -hmm. Um, there, there's a production and a function versus like an art or, uh, uh, just a being yeah. that, that is different. And the line can feel very, very thin sometimes, yeah. you know, because there are aspects of like, we, I'm working on remodeling, um, our sort of farm kitchen where we produce everything. And there have been parts of that that have felt really creative and enjoyable. And then there are parts of that that have just felt like drudgery, but it's sort of uh, when you, the umbrella of remodeling a kitchen, even in there, there are different ways mm -hmm. to, to engage with it creatively. Mm -hmm. And for me, uh, creative rest, which I actually get quite a bit of, um, is just making something mm -hmm. and again, making it without it necessarily. And that really is the difference making it without it needing because I'm making stuff all the time simply yeah. because we need it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, but that is not restful for me. Mm -hmm. But I also do a lot of things where I'm making something just to like make it, just to work on my skills, or mm -hmm. just to like, you know, um, see if try a new technique or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that I find to be really, really, really restful. In fact, I was thinking about something that I made Amy for Christmas. I made her like a like a, a blacksmith cross with, the, with all these things. And, um, it's not a functional piece. It's an art mm -hmm. piece, right? But it hangs on our wall. And I realized that I actually experience a measure of creative rest every time I walk by mm -hmm. it because y you are reminded that like beauty exists mm -hmm. just for the sake of beauty mm -hmm. in yeah. some ways. Um, and so there's like, a, there's like two levels to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, one of the like lists of of creative rest that I really appreciate is like putting beauty around you, being in nature, being childlike and reawakening wonder. Mm. And I think those are four things that for me capture like the reason that I do the things I do for creative rest mm. is it's yeah, reawakening my wonder when I'm walking around or when I'm yeah, filling my my spaces with beauty um and being childlike cuz children do not care if their flower bouquet is going to be useful or not, yeah. you know, their dandelion bouquet, um, or the, the finger painting thing that they've created. Um, they're just making for the, for the purpose of making. Mm -hmm. And that's like something that I think, I don't know, uh, can be also a form of worship, right. Is like that, yeah. that childlike creation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah again, I, I come back to like, um, the, the overemphasis sometimes on production. And mm -hmm. I, and I know that, I know that people in, even in creative fields, like let's say you're like a graphic designer or something like that, there can be the pressure to like, just get stuff out the door. Yeah. And so even in a very, very creative field, it, it could be not necessarily that you are, that you need to rest from it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that you actually need to rest in a way of, of being creative. That's really different. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, uh, one of the ways to 
gain creative rest is especially if and i think this is a lot of people if you are very efficiency driven mm-hmm. yeah in terms of time and oh, things yeah. um and, and for me like just um just being unproductive inefficient at home <laughs> like uh, on my day off is just it can be un- unnerving yeah but uh, I found that like th- th- at least one day a week, I need to just not care about being yeah. efficient. Mm. Yep. Um, so like cr- crushing the idol of efficiency yeah. mm-hmm. um, can be, and, and that's where like you doing the wood woodwork art, right. Mm-hmm. Or Christine taking a walk or, or me just reading a book or, or even just like, I, I mean, honestly, I've been reading graphic novels too, which mm-hmm. feels kind of childish, but I'm just like, man, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. Right. I, I used to read comic books a ton when I was a teenager, I haven't done it in like decades. And now I'm like, um, it, it, it is, it's, it's like, it's, it's enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. not something I'm ever going to talk about. Like, Hey, in, in a sermon, like I was reading the Batman graphic novel that not, not that long ago. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. It's just a matter of time. You just need the right uh. sermon. <laughs> yeah. You're what you're describing song is actually also one of the reasons why I, uh, when I'm making something, I almost always choose hand tools mm-hmm. versus power tools yeah. because yeah. It, it is less productive. It mm-hmm. is less efficient. And in that, there's uh, you sort of capture the sacredness of it. Mm-hmm. You sort of capture the pure creativity of it versus it being strictly about producing something as quickly and as perfectly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it makes me think of there's there's a book, uh, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry mm-hmm. by John Mark Comer. And um, one of the, the things that he writes in there is he was talking to a teacher who said the best teachers are not those who get there at 6 a.m. and leave at 8 p.m. and, and do, work hard and prepare the lesson plans. The best teachers are those who leave right at four because they're going to a museum or they're going on a walk because they will have something to teach. Mm. Um, And that idea that like, yeah, the best teachers are those who inspire Mm. and we can't inspire without being inspired. And so for me with my efficiency driven brain and like that, yeah, idol of production, it's like, and productivity, it's helpful to remember like, but I'm not going to inspire if I'm not inspired. Mm. Like I'm not going to be able to, exist in the world the way I want to, if I'm not getting that creative rest, if I'm not getting that wonder. Yeah. It sort of harkens back to the, the idea of margin in, in some ways around creativity. I think about margin as being a really, really critical component. Mm -hmm. It probably exists in all, like we said, there's a lot of bleed over, but in this one specifically, I think about the need for space in the edges where where it's an it's like a specifically a non-productive space mm-hmm. um because th- that's i i mean i have a whole soapbox about this but but how much of the kingdom of god is actually found in the margins mm-hmm. you know i mean his the earliest one of his earliest commands about um leaving the edges of your fields mm. like you don't harvest to the very edge of your fields mm-hmm. because that is for the orphan and the, the widow poor. and the poor yeah. And just realizing that, oh, the, the, the kingdom of God is found in the margins. And mm-hmm. when we talk about creativity, I feel that on a very, very deep level that there are things that are uh, only accessible if we lay aside our need for efficiency mm-hmm. and production. Yeah. I think that relates to spiritual growth as well, too, because we want to make spiritual growth efficient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do we, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, 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 we think if I it's do A, true. B, and C, then I'm going to feel close it's to God. True. 
but we have to understand that spiritual growth is inefficient. Mm -hmm. Even when you, even when you think about the way that we tend to lean towards Bible study versus Mm -hmm. simply reflection, like simply letting a Psalm sort of wash over you, um, we would much prefer to study because it feels like the most efficient way Mm -hmm. to like understand what God is doing. Yeah. But there's something else that's found in, in the non-efficient way of reading scripture. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my mind goes to, as we're talking about this, like the people who feel like I don't have any margin. Um, and so this, you know, creative rest is like out, out of the question for me because I don't have margin to devote to creative rest. Right. Mm. So like, what would, what would you guys say to, to that person? Pull yourself together. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would would say to myself. It's not what I would say to the rest of you. And that's why emotional Uh, rest is such a high need. (laughs) Everyone else is doing great. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) I I mean, there's, I I will say, there is a a portion of the population that I feel like I, I don't know what to say to. Like when I think of Amy uh, during the early childhood years when like uh, Michael was born, Elsa's two years old, like I'm at work and I I just think of her situation and I just think, man, uh, so so I I feel a bit at a loss Mm because when I think of that person, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I mean, I've never been in that situation and I just don't know what to say to that person. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I, I think I have also not been in that situation. Um, but I, I do think sometimes like all you can do for creative rest, like again, with all of these, like there, there's a level of grace for yourself yeah. in those moments and a level of like looking for it where you can find it mm-hmm. because there, we, we can surround ourselves with beauty and, and see the beauty in, you know, the finger painting that our kids are doing or whatever. And, um, and, and sometimes like it doesn't look like <clears throat> going for an hour long walk or trying to fit in a book that's mm-hmm. going to bring you creative rest at the end of the evening. And so remembering like, okay, what are the, the six, six things you're looking for to, you know, that's uh, maybe a reference, uh, to myself, for me, creative rest can be looking for six beautiful things every day. Mm. And specifically writing those down in my journal Mm -hmm. saying like, God, thank you for, um, you know, the like house sparrow that is eating out of our bird feeder and for the green bean plant that is still hanging on by just a thread and like all of these different things. And so sometimes it looks like what are the six beautiful things that you saw today? I think there's part of it that is also a willingness to let some things slide yep. in order to create that space. Mm-hmm. And there are, I think there are fewer people that actually don't have space than mm. there are people that feel like they don't have space right. mm-hmm. and finding that space. I'm not saying there isn't a cost. There's always a cost, but sometimes that cost uh, just you just need to be willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. And that can look like the dish is not getting done or mm-hmm. that can look like um, asking for help even mm-hmm. if you wish mm-hmm. that you were independent enough to, to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like those are costs that can create space in our life where creativity or, or just observing beauty, because yeah. they're kind of the same thing, can start mm-hmm. to flourish. So that's not everyone, but, uh, but I 
uh, I feel like it's most. That's, yeah. 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 I, and I think part of it uh, is uh, accepting the reality of this season in your life. Yeah. Because there will be seasons where, uh, um, and, and again, I think of uh, m- like most new moms, right? Like maybe you were, you, you were working and you felt productive and, and efficient. And, and now everything in life is slow and inefficient. And there can be just this like self-criticalness of like, man, I used to feel this way about myself. And now like it, it, it's not till like noon till I get, you know, yeah. uh, ready for the day and mm-hmm. uh, all that. And so I, I think there's just a, um, accepting uh, acceptance of, um, this season of your life and a, a shift in expectations mm-hmm. about what you should produce yeah. um, or what you think you should produce. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think that's where the shift can happen where, um, I remember Amy, it was just like, man, you know, it's really hard to read scripture or do anything that I used to do mm-hmm. when, you know, Elsa was born. And it was just like, well, th- there's a different way of thinking about yeah. your communion with God mm-hmm. than in, in the season, than kind of like when you spent, you know, an hour every morning mm-hmm. reading and reflecting on scripture. Yeah. 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 Any other, any other ideas for those people? Hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. One, one thing that came to mind uh, for me as you were talking, Nate, was also uh, a lot. So you said a lot more people uh, maybe need to make space than don't simply don't have it. Um, and I think sometimes when you feel overwhelmed, it feels easier to, or it feels, it feels productive like for me to go on Duolingo for 10 minutes and get my badge. And now I've learned five new words because it's told me I learned five new words. And so I must have, um, even if I'll forget them in two minutes. Um, and like those, those little, or like scrolling through Instagram, like, Oh, I, you know, I, I saw these eight friends today. I've done something productive. And instead I think setting a timer for 10 minutes that you would have been on Duolingo or on Instagram or whatever it is. Um, and just saying like, okay, it's, it's limited, it's concise, but I'm going to just blank. I'm going to just doodle for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. There's a timer, there's an endpoint. It's not indefinite. I don't have to walk to a park, get out my easel and paint for an hour in order for it to, to be meaningful. Um, so for, yeah, I think for me having a set time and having constraints, is, is really helpful um, when I'm feeling like I don't have any time. Okay. But I, I have five minutes. Yeah. I, I actually, in the winters, I, uh, so I'm going to, I'm just going to say this isn't for everyone, but I think everyone should at least consider trying to learn some sort of a craft. I, mm. I, mm-hmm. I really do. I really do. I, and it, every winter when I'm stuck inside, I try to learn a new craft, Hmm. like from basket weaving to broom making to things that I can just sort of like do and make. Um, And it doesn't have to be that complicated, Mm -hmm. you know, but like there are lots of easy ways to, to like do a sketch a day or, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's lots of ways that you Mm -hmm. can sort of take these small, simple steps towards, uh, producing without 
production in mind, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And so I, I would just say like, there's, if you need ideas, I mean, I, I have, I actually have a running list because yeah. every winter I try to think, okay, so like what, I know I'm going to get totally stir crazy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to want to make something and it's going to be too cold out. What could I do yeah. that isn't going to create too much of a mess in my house, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but like, like felting, we have mm-hmm. some good friends of ours that have a huge Etsy shop where they sell sort of like really manageable felting projects where you can make something or sketching or creative writing, you Mm -hmm. know, haiku, you know, it's three lines, you know, like, but that can be a a way that people really find um, creative Mm -hmm. outlets that don't take a ton of resources. I know even not that long ago, uh, coloring books were all the rage yeah, too, which absolutely. is, and, and Amy's done that too, yeah. where she, she just takes, a, a, um, 10, 15 minutes every day just to, co- and absolutely. it's kind of a mindless thing, yep. yeah. but, but, uh, and, and, and it's not like you're going to be hanging that picture up in the wall, right. but just being able to refocus yeah. and not think about all the cares that you have in the world yep. mm-hmm. and just to do that. And yet you're creating something of like art or beauty mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, again, just to put stuff out there, knitting, crochet, mm-hmm. origami. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all of these things yeah. that are small, but really can be really significant. And if you don't work on a farm uh, or live on a farm, uh, gardening yes. can be, a, for me, I just took up gardening this year, which is why my green bean plant is dying. <laughs> um, but Do you uh, want to talk about your green bean plant real quick? <laughs> I'm just so sad about it. <laughs> Every day that it holds on, I'm like, you've made it another day. Is it inside or outside? I have one of each. The inside one, dead. Okay. Outside uh, one. I think green means we're going to talk about in season 82. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, for me, like, yeah, just getting my hands in the dirt yeah. and, and planting yeah. my strawberry plant that actually is flourishing, being able to harvest mm-hmm. that. Like for me, that's creative rest. Yeah. Growing herbs inside yeah. in the colder months that you can like add to your own cooking. Mm-hmm. All of these things are not the most, it's way more efficient to include dried herbs on your grocery list. You know, I mean, there's like, there's all these jokes where people are like, you know, I've spent $40 and in eight weeks I'll be able to like have a tomato (laughs) that I could have bought at the store for 50 cents. But there's beauty in the, the inefficiency of something like that. And part of it, again, like I was saying earlier is allowing yourself to live in that inefficiency Mm -hmm. without judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big thing without judgment. Yeah. um, without being self-critical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like my mother-in-law, uh, st- took up painting a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, she's in her seventies, but mm-hmm. she was retired and she just felt the need for a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. So she started yeah. painting. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other without judgment is always, and this is where social media, like you're always comparing and that's where the yes. judgment kind of oh. accelerates mm-hmm. itself. Yes. And that's where it becomes really dangerous. Yeah. And, and just kind of like, uh, receiving and, and delighting in whatever you're creating just for the thing in and of itself Yes. Mm-hmm. versus like, Oh, well such and such is a better artist than I am. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. again, you're falling into that trap. Yeah, yeah. totally. Person. I mean, my, my youngest daughter, Lucy will, her creative outlet is baking mm-hmm. and she will mm-hmm. just feel like I just got it. When she feels like she has to make something, it's in the kitchen. But 
if she's short on time, there's this thing called no bake cookies and she'll just crank them out so that it's mm-hmm. again sort of just like, I just had this mm. need and I don't have a lot of time. Five minutes, there's, you know, cookies yeah. in the fridge kind of a thing. Mm. I, I just, mm. I, for me, creativity is, uh, and part of it's because our life is centered around creative pursuits in mm-hmm. a lot of different ways. It's, I feel like it's such a place of experiencing God's grace and freedom and yeah. rest that I just, I'm really passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I've never thought of, because I, I also feel if I'm like feeling uh, overwhelmed or if I like I, you know, have to write a paper and my brain just isn't on or whatever it is, baking is something that brings rest. And I've never thought of it as being, yeah, it's absolutely the creativity because yeah. I will always, I'll look at the recipe and I'll say, how will I make this my own? Uh-huh. Um, and for me, it's like, it's just for, I'm probably going to have to freeze half or two thirds of these muffins. Cause I'm, there's no way I'm going to eat them all. Yeah. Um, but it's a way of, yeah, being creative. And then you can eat a muffin while you write your paper. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, for real, like that's, that's yeah. the beauty. Like something you were saying about like when you read something for, with, without trying to like, you know, have a goal in mind mm-hmm. that that bleeds into right. the areas where you do want it. Like that is what creativity does. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it brings life to these other areas that, yeah. that are peripheral, but not necessarily, you know, the same. Yeah. And don't believe the lie that you are not creative. Oh, I hear man. people mm-hmm. say that I'm not creative. I can't draw. Right. Like it doesn't have, you're, you're, you're not trying to be Picasso or Mozart. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is creative and creativity looks different in, in so many different ways, mm-hmm. but it's just an outlet and an expression of the beauty of God that's in you kind of flowing through you in whatever form that is. And so that, that's one thing I would just say too, cause mm-hmm. I hear that so often. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, and that's something where, like, coloring, I, I tried the coloring book route, and for me, I was like, oh, I don't know what colors to use, and I'm frustrated that it's not done in, like, you know, however long, and for me, it wasn't creatively mm-hmm. restful, yeah. and so that didn't mean I'm not creative, and it, and it, like, it doesn't mean that I don't need creative rest. Um, it just means that coloring books are not the way that I need creative rest, yeah. Yeah. unless it's, like, you know, the, like, blues clues coloring book and it's like super like those ones i can get behind um but you know sometimes it just means like yeah how you need to find a new way to be creatively restful especially if so uh my wife amy is is a professional photographer and photography is not where she Mm, finds rest we used to try to be like hey let's get your camera and we were both sort of thinking this was the solution but what we've actually found is that for her creative rest is found in things that have nothing to do with photography Mm -hmm. so she does a lot of other types of art and she does a ton of gardening but but she almost never picks up her camera just for like I'm going to try Pleasure. to do a creative project, which yeah. we've, we've decided is okay. Yeah. You know? Um, so especially if you're in a creative field, it might be most helpful to find a pursuit that's completely opposite. You know, yeah. so photography is really exacting. It's like true representation. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get images crisp and whatever. And what she does a lot of is sort of like these folk drawings of her day mm, where yeah. she'll sort of like, it's sort of like a visual um, journal mm. about things that happened and it's very folky and she's a tremendous artist. Don't let that scare you. She's a, tre- <laughs> but it doesn't look anything. It doesn't look realistic at all. Yeah. It's right. way, 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 way on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's uh, like maybe 
in retirement, photography will be able to be a source yeah. of creative rest. Yep. But that was when I like transitioned out of communications. Hmm. All of a sudden, graphic design became something that okay. I went. I was like, oh, oh I want to design a Facebook cover photo because I have the skill. Yeah. And it's nobody's asking me to do it and it won't make a difference in the world. But it's like it's it's a way of me being creative that I could not access when I was trying to design things all day, every day. Mm-hmm. That was Photoshop. I, opening Photoshop was work brain. Yeah. And now yeah. I can open Photoshop and just delight mm-hmm. in in the creativity of it. But I, I find I also uh, receive creative energy when I watch like a really well scripted uh, movie, mm. right? Mm. Be- because because like uh, writing messages and, and preaching is kind of narrative, even though it's instruction, yeah. right? And so this is where reading a good book, like mm-hmm. the beauty of the words or the way the person is saying things or the idea just really stimulates that creativity. And then after like a good movie where you, you just think not just for entertainment value, but like you, as you look back and you're like, man, the plot or the character development, there's just such beauty mm-hmm. behind that. There's yeah. such a satisfaction in watching something like that where uh, it just fills your soul versus just like, I'm tired and the only thing I want to do is binge watch. Right. Have you, have you seen the new animated Spider-Man movie? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. It is literally one of the best movies <laughs> I've <it>? ever <laughs> seen on every wow. front. The story mm. is amazing character development and visually it's it's amazing Mm. i mean it is amazing Mm. yeah Mm. i almost never want to see a movie twice and the next morning i woke up and i was like oh maybe i should go back and watch that Hmm. again it's so good wow maybe i have to do that this weekend be inspired son yeah (laughs) um yeah yeah i think i find that with with books as well but Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, no matter who you are, hopefully this week you will take some time to be creative and be inspired um, by the beauty around you. And And leave judgment at the door. Leave judgment Mm. at the door. Yeah. So we'll see you next week for more rest.